on TV, online and on your smartphone. This is Ticker News. Hello, you are watching Ticker today. For the past 23 years, Vladimir Putin has ruled Russia with the promise to make Russia great again. After the country flirted with democracy back in the 1990s, Putin realized there was a growing sense of anger. Babushkas, the little old ladies as they call them, who had once been looked after by the communists, were now living on the streets and they became his electorate and his fan base. But now the strength of his leadership is being questioned. And if there's one thing we know about those babushkas, it's they like a tough man. So. For more, we're joined by Dr. Keith Souter, of course, global futurist. Is Putin in trouble from here? Yes, he is. It's shown a weakness on his part. Um, and, with, and there's blood in the water, so people are, are smelling perhaps the end of his regime. Let me just give you a few options. One, obviously, is that people who are close to him uh, are now saying, well, perhaps they are at danger of uh, some sort of overthrow or whatever. So People are beginning to work out whose side should they really be on? Should they continue to support Putin? Should they be looking for dissidents in order to work with those? The other thing which occurred to me is this is a man who's now 70 years old. He's got heaps of money. He's up for re-election next year. Does he simply say, oh, look, you know, I've done my best. I'll, I'll just retire next Can he year afford to, though? Home? Like, I mean, isn't that the kind of role where you disappear and, I mean, look what happens to the ex-presidents of South Korea, even France these days, never ends well. Is this a case if he thinks if he steps back, he's dead? Yes, I think that is the problem for him because an incoming regime, if it wanted to rebuild links with the West, would do what former Yugoslavia did, which is to hand over alleged war criminals. And so uh, the, some of the leaders in the Yugoslav civil war uh, were handed over to the Hague and have perished, uh, died while uh, undergoing trial, etc. in the Hague. That would be his fear that an incoming administration would not do the deal that he did with Yeltsin when he replaced Yeltsin and simply said to Yeltsin, don't worry, in your retirement, I will look after you. I don't think that his replacement will be equally generous towards Putin. And of course, Putin's problem is with an international arrest warrant out for him, uh, where, where is he going to go? Um, certainly the Western world won't have him. Um, so he's, he's actually got very limited options. And this has been his problem right all the way back to February of last year, that he's got very few options if the war is not won by the Russians. And the problem is that we still don't yet know what constitutes a victory for Russia in Ukraine. Originally, it was going to be obviously taking over the capital city, Kiev, um, but that has failed. Um, and so when will the Russians know that they're actually winning? My guess is they're just going to continue almost with this Korean type yeah. situation. So in Korea, yeah. we don't have a peace treaty, we have an armistice. And so we will end up with part of the country being occupied by Russia and the rest being occupied by, of course, the Ukrainian government. It is a very good point. And talking about Vladimir Putin, you know, who keeps him in power? Uh, who are the people around him that keep him there? And as Donald Trump said uh, after the stage coup over the weekend, just be careful what you wish for, because Russia doesn't exactly have a history of bringing in these great, fabulous leaders who know how to deal with the West. Not at all. And you've got this deep-seated sense of paranoia. Uh, if you look at the Russian geography, for example, the land all the way from Germany is clear, it's flat. You can invade Russia from that point of view. That, over the centuries, has meant that Russians have become very paranoid about the West. They look to a strong leader to defend them. And the risk that we run in the Western world is that if Putin is overthrown, even more of a hardliner, 
could actually take over from him. Not some nice, sweet, cuddly, moderate Democrat. Yeah, and it's more than that as well, because it's not just any old country. It's not um, the the Arab uprising. I mean, this is the Arab Spring. This is a situation of a nuclear power. And one of the biggest concerns in the 90s was when the Soviet Union dissolved, what happened to all of those weapons? Imagine at this time around. Yes, exactly. And of course, you've also got a lot of people who live within the boundaries of modern Russia are not themselves Russian. So you can imagine groups wanting to say, well, look, this is perhaps our moment of opportunity to break away. And I'm thinking particularly of the people in the, right over in the Soviet Far East, uh, Siberia, etc., who are ruled by an entity which is 10 time zones to the West. So they may well say, well, look, this is our opportunity to break away. So we saw the breakup of the old Soviet empire uh, 30 odd years ago, this may well see the breakup of Russia itself. And as mm. you say, there's then, mm. therefore, the problem of uh, nuclear weapons. Who gets their hands on those weapons? And just finally, we don't have much time left, but I was waiting for China to march across the border because if there's one country that could probably do well running uh, Russia right now, it would be Xi Jinping. He must be worried about his younger brother up there in Moscow. Well, this is the interesting thing that you, you've got um, most Russians living in the western part of the country. Um, and so all that eastern side, to which I've just referred, Siberia, the Soviet, the Russian Far East, etc. That's all clear of people. And so the Chinese could easily walk over the, the border with climate change. It's going to be easier to get the resources, immense resources. Well, I mean, you know, you're area. asking where where he might want to live. I hear Siberia is beautiful this time of year uh, if Putin steps back. Uh, Dr. Keith Sud, we've got to leave it there, unfortunately. Always appreciate your time. Thanks so much. Thank you. And that is the program for now. For more, head to tickernews.co. I'll see you soon. 